Oh, the Everyman Podcast. Oh yeah, the Everyman. Big the Everyman. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, my brother? Blessed and highly favored. Hanging highly. with my bro. Hanging. Hanging with him. Highly favored, you know. blessed, hanging, clanging, banging. I'll tell mm. you what. Another week, mm. another pod. Uh, yeah, we're man. here. We're ready to rock. And uh, I'll tell you what. This house here, it has there. reverted to just a, a humble house. It is empty. There. The just movers walls. came this weekend. Movers came on Sunday. Let me tell you something. These guys, shout out to Louie and his crew, work so hard. To, nice. but from the time they backed into our driveway with the truck to they mm-hmm. left, two hours, 49 minutes. Nice. Everything out of the house packed up like a three-dimensional Tetris in, in real form. <laughs> and you're to like, the wall. dude, and I'm thinking like, there's no way they're going to be able to get this out of the house. Pfft. Next thing I know, doors are coming off the hinges. They're flipping it the other way and... It's like it's like professionals, bro. It's like watching some like they have a vision. They had a vision for for angles. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. And you don't think about like professionals. Yeah. We made that decision to put that giant powered recliner on the second floor. <laughs> Whew! <laughs> Not gonna do that do again. It. Taking the doors off? Did they just know like automatically? Like, yeah, this is gonna work. Got to take the door off. I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, uh. And then, like, oh, apparently it's that easy to take off a door. I just, okay, yeah. just, ju- ju- yeah. ju- ju- we'll put it back. We'll put it back, yeah. bro. Don't yeah, worry no about problem. it. We'll we it got you. We got you, Jay. Yeah, yeah it man. was, uh, it was wild. And it's also this process of packing and cleaning and packing and cleaning. Yeah. Apparently, all I need to survive is like, I got like 10 of these black t shirts from Amazon, like mm-hmm. one pair of pants to wear to work. I mean, what else did you need? Yeah. This, these, you know, ratty shorts I wear at home. Yeah. And uh, a TV and a PS5. Apparently, that's all you need. Sit, man. Bare essentials. Just the essentials. Yeah. That's it. And the Maybe way a toothbrush. It, the way it, it shook Tiled. out, you know, with the, the various family gatherings we have before we leave, the, we had to do it this weekend. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we'll be without our stuff for a couple weeks. But now I'm thinking, like, Man, I gotta I gotta downsize stuff because like apparently I just I really don't need all this shit. But I get mm-hmm. but maybe it's only you, you think you don't need it because you're you know you're on your way out. But seriously, like I, I I have so many hats that I boxed up and I've only got one head, you know, and I still yeah, have true. five here. That's so true. I'm definitely gonna reconsider some of the uh, the things I hold. Well, you're gonna on to. have to once you get to Texas, bro. I mean, like you're only gonna have like you're gonna be wearing cowboy hats, like that's oh right, like. yeah. I got my my dad hats will get retired. I just I'm gonna have various sizes. I kind of want to get a cowboy hat that's really small brimmed, yeah. not like a fedora, just like a cowboy mini cowboy hat. I think that'd be a pretty cute. Look, yeah, do it. Why yeah. not? Why not? You got the head for it. Go for it. <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, um, sure do. You know, as we're getting closer to that final move point, you know, things are wrapping up on the contracts on both ends. And I figured, hey, you know, let me find this. I've never, we've never lived in an HOA before. Have you ever been in an HOA? No. Homeowners Association. So, you know, it's it's essentially a, a planned development where they have this extra fund on top of it where they, for some reason, everybody agrees to keep each other to the same standard. Mm. And they have like a, you know, an enforcement compliance people that drive around and make sure you're not, you know, you're not painting your, your garage door mm. the wrong color. The idea is it's to protect everybody's home value and keep everything, you know, light and tight as it were. 
So I found, I figured, ah, you know, there's probably a Facebook group for the HOA. Yep. I found two Facebook groups. One, you know, name of the HOA, and then name of the HOA 2.0. And I'm thinking, well, what's with the division here? Hmm. So I click on it, and I'm not going to say the person's name. I'm going to use a fake name here. But yeah. the description said, for residents of the HOA not named John Smith, mm. anyone is allowed except John Smith. Mm. And I'm thinking, what did John Smith do? Yeah, Why is he banished? He Why yeah. is he banished? Why is he excluded? Why is John Smith excluded? So then I joined both Facebook groups. And then I see why John Smith is excluded. He's like the oh. he's like the HOA compliance narc. Ah, so he's a snitch. He's a snitch. HOA snitch. Snitches, bro. Right. Snitches Even get on stitches, Facebook. Man. So I was pretty quickly. I was like, uh, John Smith sucks. Yeah. Like no, no. And if your name is John Smith and you're listening to this podcast, we're not talking about you. All right? No, not you. Not you. It was just the first yeah. random name that came to mind. Right. Call him Justin Smith. There you go. Whatever. Justin Campbell. Daryl Smith. Daryl Daryl Justin. That's it. That's his name. Yeah. So I'm I'm scrolling through, I'm going back as far as I can go. Cause I'm I'm trying to get a good beat on, you know, what are the pressing issues for these fine my neighbors, my new neighbors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of uh someone I saw one it was like someone threw a bagel over my fence. Wow. My yard is not your bagel receptacle. Mm. Please don't do this again. I can deal with I can deal with rogue bagels for sure. Yeah, yeah. Couple dogs. I is, mean, hopefully I can catch it in mid-flight. Yeah, that, eat that it. would be. Yeah, it'd be great. Advantageous. I love bagels, especially if it's yeah. a cinnamon raisin. Do you toast your bagel? What do you do? How do you How do you eat your bagels? I mean, you know me, man. I'm I'm basically a bottomless pit. So like, however we can, how we can get make it the food happen. I, I'm good. If it's toasted, great. I mean, I just feel like it would take a little bit too much time for me to get into my mouth and into my stomach to make the inner fat boy happy. But hey, when in Rome, let's do it. I'm kind of an animal, and if it's not a if it's not a bagel sandwich, I want no cream cheese, no butter, no toast. I don't even want That's you it. to slice it. I just want to eat it. I just hold it, it and I eat it. Like 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 the the natural. You're right. You said cinnamon raisin. If yeah. you bring like a loaf of cinnamon raisin raisin bagels, I they won't even make it. To You're a big fan of the raisin bread. bread, huh? Bro, I didn't know that. Love it. Let's, uh, Love it, man. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, a couple dogs getting loose. Then I see one that really just warms my heart. Hmm. Uh, a couple of young boys, neighborhood boys. Everybody's got their ring doorbells and their camera right. systems and everything. So right. you catch a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. See a group of uh, young boys go up to a car. It was like the the rare snowfall that they got. It was one, It was from the snowstorm when I was there. Yeah. You got to imagine these these boys. They don't get they don't get a lot of snow to, to play Never. in. You know no. they got to they enjoy a while less. And I see right. the, this boy goes around the back of a car and he he starts to draw a circle, and then another evenly sized circle. And then atop these two circles, a rather impressive penis. Nice. And then they, they start laughing. And then you can hear that the, the alarm went off on the cameras and they go running. And um, it's good to see that, you know, drawing penises in the snow is still 
a thing. It's still a thing. I remember one day in high school, I I walked down to the bus stop. And, you know, for some reason, they make high school kids go to school at 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And the snow was just falling. It was one of those days we knew, like, by the time we get to school, they're going to fucking send us home. This is so stupid. Right. And I drew... One of my finest snow penises. Finest. Uh, it's about, dude, it was at least 10 feet long. That is quality. That is a quality shaft. And yeah. uh, we did it in a place where the driver would see it when they pulled up to, to pick us up. Dude, there's no other way. She didn't think it was funny. And, you Probably know. Probably not. Probably not. I don't, I, I, I don't really understand why. I mean, you see a 10-foot snow penis. I think that's pretty funny to me. Um, I, I would be impressed. 10 yeah, feet. That's, 10 feet, dude. Yeah. It's bigger than a car. It's half the length of the bus. It's like Incredible Hulk's penis, probably. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I can relate. It's good to know that that you know kids are still being kids, but yeah. I mean, you know, HOA looks looks nice and tight. Not a nice. lot going on there. Pretty uh, pretty chill. They have yeah. a neighborhood watch. Uh, well, dude, association. They Promise do. It. I'm sure they do. They right, do right? have a board, and Ooh. guess who You're wants to start the their political career? Me. Yeah, of course, of course. I said to my wife, I said, "Babe, I think I'm going to have to join this board." Yeah, I think I have to. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, it's good the, to have a little new hat on, new boots, dude. It's good to have Let a little people know who you are, a little outside perspective, right. you know, from some fresh blood. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna. It's definitely going to be on my agenda is to work my way. At plus, I mean, who doesn't want to be you know have the inside edge on all the HOA. Gotta get yourself an armadillo skinned belt buckle. Dude. Just to make it official. So we're looking at things that around the house. There's this it's called like Fort Worth Nature Refuge. Mm-hmm. Refuge. It's about ten miles up the road over yonder. And I'm looking at yonder. the Google the Google uh reviews of it. They got dang buffaloes just bison, just chilling. Mm. Like 15 mm. minutes from our house. Like wild. Just wild around. It. And then there was a little armadillo. There's pictures of armadillos. Apparently they're Dude. all over the place there. Yeah, and, they are. And uh, I'm told if you drive around Texas long enough, unfortunately you will run over a few armadillos because they just they're, yeah. they are just out there. Yeah. And they go into ball mode and they don't come out. They're weird, they're weird critters. But like, dude, yeah. how sick is that to be able to just go into a, an armored ball mode and just be like, no, no. <laughs> I'm not about it. Not today. You know? Just like my shirt says, nope, not today. Like between turtles and armadillos, like we are the like odd one out. are way more protected, though. Turtles are just like, they're, they're slower. They can, they can literally have like a tank for their back. It, honestly, their whole everything. They just swoop right, right, right in there. Turtles are armadillos, nasty, too. like when they do, when they ball up, armadillos still like kind of have a little bit of their legs and shit exposed. You know what I mean? So tail, you know? Yeah, it's not totally tight. It's, yeah. They uh, look. If I could go into ball mode, I would be ball mode oh, yeah. probably seventy five percent of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog just. And apparently, I've seen a lot of Hedgehog content lately because they're running around Texas. They they're like they're like hamsters. They're like just weird looking hamsters. They don't do anything mm-hmm. spectacular. Really, I think Sonic should have been an armadillo. Probably should have. Probably should have been. He might be like part. Armadillo, who knows? I just don't understand the ball, the, how they figured out he was fast. But I guess that's a question. Yeah. That's a question for Mr. Sega. Remember that? Sega. Yeah. Sega. 
love that shit. When you heard that, you yeah. know it was about to go down. Dude, yes. Big and time. if you haven't seen Sonic, you should. Have you seen the new Every one? Every Man and Every Woman. Yeah, oh, dude, it's amazing. Was it good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Knuckles, good? Knuckles was awesome. And it, it really went back to, like, you get this. You'll probably see. You see Hypersonic. You see the Golden Sonic that you used to be able to turn into. Oh, from yeah. The games. It was, oh, yeah. Once it happened, like, people just lost all of their shit. It was great. It was awesome. I I was thrilled with the first. I thought the first one was excellent. I'm very very surprised. It was one of the rare rare times where they don't ruin your childhood, you know, mm-hmm. nostalgia. Um, and you were telling me you saw Morbius too, right? That was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, Morbius. So me and Aiden went to go see Morbius. It was great. Really? I because I heard it was a stinkeroo. What? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it got a lot of it got, it got a lot of mixed mixed review. I know the the whole Spider Man. Uh, universe they're trying to expand out on the Sony side and they've got the Venom movies and Carnage and was it the Morbius is this connected to Venom and all that like this is in that same no I mean I did it's weird because they started to put that whole like multiverse thing into it like you'd have to like when you see it at the end they they started flipping that in there it's weird how they did it though. Like it's multiverse is the new HD. It's like everything has to have yeah. a multiverse now. It's like Jesus, man, come on. Like yeah, it's it's how many Batmans are there now, dude? Speaking of Batman, I've, speaking I, of that, it's in there too. Like I it's, I watched it's crazy. I watched the Batman three mm-hmm. times last yeah. week. Yeah, because I was like, this needs to be the last movie I watch on our big home theater setup. Mm-hmm. I loved it when we saw it together. Yeah. I'm honestly telling you, dude, like, I don't know if Pattinson is the best Bruce Wayne. Mm. I think he is, without a doubt, the best Batman that has been on screen. Because there's something about his, the way that they did the cowl this time, and mm-hmm. you can see almost his all of his eyes. Like, mm-hmm. his eyes aren't obscured, and he is such a good actor apparently that yeah. he can like communicate with his eyes. And there's like a few little moments in the movie. One in particular where, you know, when at the beginning he's like, he's going to the crime scene in the beginning. And mm-hmm. that one cop who later like comes around is like, look at this freak. And then right. you're like, Oh yeah, he is kind of a freak. Like this is kind of weird. He's like dressed up like this weirdo and all this latex with all these dudes around beating people up. And, mm. uh, you know, and then like he turns, the way he turns and looks at him, you see the humanity of Batman in there, and it's like some of the some of the scenes where he's kind of with Catwoman, his eyes like he's he's so present as Batman, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in a different way than like. And you look at like some of the people that have played Batman in the last. It's like obviously Ben Affleck's a fantastic actor, yeah. Christian Bale was phenomenal. But there was something different that Pattinson had that, like, none of those other guys could do. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me of how Tom Hardy played Bane. Where, like, because mm. he had that mask on and he was, like, working through the mask. And it was all about his eyes and his, like, yeah. intensity with his eyes. And yeah. if you when you go and watch that again, dude, when he's... The scenes where, he's, where Batman's on the screen, like, he's so presently there it's like i don't know it just blew me away and then the, the, no, i was texting dude, you when awesome. i was watching i was like 
this has to be the best sound in a long time. And also, I think, mm-hmm. you know, man, I was saying, like, maybe movie theaters are dead or, like, the movies have turned into this weird fast food where, like, they're not making films, quote-unquote films, to, like, stand the test of time because they just, they know, like, you're going to half-watch it while you're on your phone, you know, so mm-hmm. whatever the latest... Like, The Rock's movies have turned into this. He's become, like, the master of the Netflix turnaround mm-hmm. where they move, they're, like... They have like algorithms that put the story together so to yeah. based on how people watch shit. And you watch the Batman and you're like, you're paying attention to the sound of the gunfire and like the sounds of the cars in the movie. It's like every single thing was, this was made to be seen in theaters in a, with a big ass sound system that's articulated mm-hmm. and like nuance in the sound mix and nuance in the, in the colors of, of the film. It really made me think like, man, this is like, this is like a serious movie. Like this is yeah. this is like as good as it's gonna get. I think at this point in time, truly, truly immersive. And truly I think, immersive. and I think that that because the Hollywood is basically turned into a comic book movie. Like I don't know how that. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that's happened. Yeah, where everything's a superhero now. You're gonna just have prestige superhero movies. Like there's gonna be the Marvel like popcorn thing, and then you're gonna get the Joker. You know, you're gonna mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm the Batman and yeah, I, I yeah. still, like I said, I still think it was a missed opportunity to have to not get Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in there. Yeah, really? Here's the thing. Even, even in, even in them, they, they could very well just like flip it and I would be fine with it because there's the way this Batman started. It made you think honestly, how he was going through the crowd, how he's talking about the unrest in the city and how it, 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 it is really, tethered to the 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 very fabric of where Gotham is going it they he they like they could e- they could have easily tethered Joaquin Felix oh, yeah. to it based upon how that movie the Joker ended with him as you know the Joker so like it would have been like if 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 his voice would have been that of or his silhouette would have been that of Joaquin Phoenix I'm sorry. It would have been, in my opinion, would have probably. I'd have been like, this might be, this might be the best Batman we're seeing. Oh yeah, period. possible. Well, like, if he's easily. And like, just think, like next year, you know, well now the Flash movie is like, they're having trouble because the the guy that plays the Flash is apparently a nut. But mm. you've got, you know, Michael Keaton playing Batman again, and then you're gonna have. Ben Affleck is playing Batman again. That apparently Pattinson Batman may not get a sequel. They're going to do a show, like a TV show. Mm. And it's like, wait a minute, what are you like? DC, like you've got not you, DC, DC Comics. Yeah, guys, like the fuck are you doing? Just hell, what do this? Going on here? Give Matt Reeves whatever he wants. Let him make five of these movies, and then spin off all of the other shit, like. This right. is when, like, I, like I said, like Hollywood can never help itself because, dude, it's oversaturation. At the That's... top, at the top of it is these people who have no appreciation for the art form, who are like just money people, mm-hmm. and it's like at a certain point, it's like, well, this is art. Like this, the whole point of cinema was that it was art, and then mm-hmm. it became incredibly successful and a great financial investment strategy to create films and make profits. But like. 
this is supposed to be art. And like here you have a rare convergence of art and financial success. Just keep fucking doing it, dude. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. If if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it, man. But it's the money boom, man. Yeah, it's it's yeah. that it's that cyclical TV series. Hey, you could do this. Oh, we could spin off and do that. Oh, this could be linked this way. Dude. No. And now everybody's, you know, they just merge like HBO Warner Brothers and AOL. Like I, I can't even I don't even understand what happened, but basically like AT&T bought everything, owns half of shit, and then like Time Warner and Discovery merged and owned the other half of the shit, and now they're all one big company. Mm-hmm. Like It's like Discovery Time Warner Brothers or something. It's like a weird, they, they have like a weird <laughs> yeah. name, like Discovery Warner. And yeah. now they have like everything that Disney doesn't own, they have. And yeah. it's getting very confusing and you know, my wife and I were we're now, like I said, we're we're in this stage of like the the fun. What are we gonna paint the walls? What are we gonna do this? What are we gonna do that? And mm-hmm. so it's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for this trial of the Magnolia Network. You know what Magnolia is? I heard about it. All right, so you know Chip and Joanna, the mm-hmm. you know Chip and Joanna Gaines, yeah, fixer upper. Basically, you know. Joanna Gaines has like changed everyone's style of how they decorate a home. Like I'm sure your home has like some white distressed something in there, like a white cabinet that's distressed or a mm-hmm. a hutch, you know, or the the white kitchen. Like she's she's it like pioneered this Texas farm style and they've like they're like the one of the most powerful couples in Waco they own all this stuff they've flipped all these homes and you know it then it inspired a whole generation of new house flipping shows and their style is kind of like trickled down to everywhere to like when every house we went into it was like oh my god this is like the Chip and Joanna special right here you know mm-hmm. and who can blame it it's it's a fucking great look like it, now it's either like super modern angular modern clean stainless or you're doing the Chip and Joanna farmhouse style, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, we're looking for ideas for the kitchen. We're going on YouTube. Let's just, I'm going to try, I'm gonna sign up for this Magnolia thing. And I find to, to sign up for Magnolia. Magnolia is their company and they're, they, they've spun off their whole own app now where they have their own streaming service. But it was like, if you sign up for Discovery, you get this. And it was like free for a month. I was like, ah, oh, let's, let me check this out. So I'm watching the Chip and Joanna stuff. This is all great. Then I flip over. I'm like, you know, I used to watch Discovery Channel a lot when I was a kid. I love that shit. You know, how it's yeah. made. Yeah. Brother, I've seen, I don't know, 800 episodes of how it's made. I could watch that. And I have just sat there for hours and watched it. It's, mm-hmm. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course, like the Finding Bigfoot, you know, whatever, all those weird shows. Mm-hmm. Now, TLC is not the same. At some point, Discovery and TLC, they used to be separate. They merged. Mm-hmm. TLC changed from like the learning channel that's what TLC stood for mm-hmm. and it turned into like the thousand pound sisters or the little people big world or yeah 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 you know 90 day fiance and it's like I'm afraid of uh, or the, 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 the people that eat the weird shit like the lady that eats mm-hmm. the couch, couch cushions the my strange addiction 
Right, right. Just came in, just became the exploit, the ex- exploit channel, you know? Right, right, right. And I, I've been hearing about these 90, 90 day fiance, 90 day this, 90 day that. And I'm looking through and I find this one, this show called 90 day journey. And it's about, it's a woman who's never left the state of Georgia. She's 54 years old. Lovely gal. Let's just put it that way. Lovely gal named Angela. Just imagine what a 54-year-old woman who's never left the state of Georgia, like the the worst possible thing you can imagine. That's exactly how she acts. It's crazy. Like if you had to be like that can't possibly be that's that's who they found. They found this perfect reality show car wreck of a person. Mm. And she f- falls in love with a 30-year-old named Michael from Nigeria mm. on Facebook. Mm. And, you know, everybody's heard the old, the Nigerian scams. They were like some of the first internet scams where it's like, oh, yes, uh, send me $2,000 in your bank account. I will re- repay. I need to borrow money to the, the prince of Nigeria, the, the Nigerian prince scams. They were big in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They're known for like, there's people suspect them, you know, you see something from, from Nigeria, you hear, it's like, oh, it's got to be some sort of weird scam thing. Mm-hmm. So she flies to Nigeria to meet Michael. And it's like, you have this woman who does not seem to be very smart mm. or tactful or have any sort of class to her. Right. And you have this 30-year-old Nigerian who's from like a village with like a concrete floor, not doing too well. They had never seen a white woman in his village. A white person had, a white woman specifically had never visited his village. And it was like a, mm-hmm. a big deal that she was coming there. Yeah. And he's, doesn't strike you as particularly well-rounded either. Mm-hmm. And it's this magical 32 episode journey of what can only be described as just a constant train wreck. And like, Mm. I've never seen anything like it. It's incredible. Mm. And like, dude, just all like every, it's so like, obviously these, they have premises that they put these people in, you know, Mm. but like, there is still that element of like, these are people that aren't actors, you know, like, and it's like, they, is she putting it on? Like how, how could this be real? Let me tell you, if you haven't, I'm going to send you, and I'll send you some clips from YouTube. It's, Please send them. Please send them. Dude, it's the wedding, like the Nigerian wedding. They go to a bachelorette party and like, it, dude, it's just, it's crazy. It's beautiful. I love it. I can't stop watching it. I can't stop thinking about it. I've skipped. I haven't watched all the episodes. Needed to get the how they met, you know, skipped forward to the to the, the, the wedding ceremony and then like immediately dude he's like okay so when do we talk to when do we talk to the lawyer about the spousal visa and it's like everyone in her family is trying to be like listen honey he's using you to get a green card and like he's like no 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 and like he keeps calling her fat and stupid like it's hilarious dude oh and like <laughs> and then you have the age difference and it's almost like dude 
Didn't you think, like, you don't think you could find some young guy? Oh, yeah. That needs you in the U.S.? Like, you could think yeah. you had to go all the way to Nigeria? Like, you feel bad. You almost feel bad for both. And I don't know. I don't know if I feel worse for her because she's clearly being used. Or do I feel bad for this poor bastard? Because he wants to come to America so bad that he's willing to do this. Mm. And it's almost like, well, look, if he's going to go through with that, I mean, come on in. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, earned it. Yeah, yeah. You earned it, brother. Come on in. Right, you right, know? right, right. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, you got you to gotta sit and go, I got I to see that. Man. And then you, you go that. through some of the other show, and it's like, any any wild combination of characters that you could imagine combining, it's like, here's a 65-year-old man and a 19-year-old Vietnamese girl. It's like, you know, like, it's, it's, and you know, like, I just, I want to meet the genius at TLC that's like, putting all this together because they have a they know what they're doing like they know Dude, that they're they, creating they're like listen that nobody want, can look away from we want a train wreck like you said something that no one will want to take their retinas off of and we want it to to have somewhat of a tasteful beginning <laughs> right a little and, bit of mystery it, yeah and the further we go it's gonna be luck. awful and then we want to take them through the however many rings of hell there are. <laughs> and then <laughs> wash, rinse, and repeat. Thanks. <laughs> and then, dude, like, and then I'm seeing, like, now I got to now I gotta find out what the Thousand Pound Sisters is all about, you know? And then they're, like, 700 pounds each. And they're, like, the doctor's asking them how much soda they drink. She's, like, you mean sodies? And you're, like, oh. <laughs> And then they're talking about how they drink like four two liter bottles of diet Dr. Pepper a day. And you're oh. like, oh, and then it's like, again, we're not a political podcast, but like, and you want Dude, universal health care? Like you want me like to pay for your rinsing your inside out with D- acid. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want me to pay for your health care. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a perfect. I, I eat some garbage myself, but I'm not doing that. You know, bro. Bro, you can like, you can pour that shit on like a. You can remove rust off of a bumper, like just. Imagine how much you burp with a steady pour from a two liter bottle. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that your insides. Yeah, I'd love to see the. Actually, Uh, I would not love to see those insides, but I'd like to hmm. read a report on how they look. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, the Discovery Plus has got everything from. You know, and then God, dude, they have this one show where, again, you know what exactly what the subtext is. It's this girl that got like this tragic form of cancer when she was young mm-hmm. that for whatever reason has prevented her from like growing. And oh. she's like a 21 year old girl. Who looks like a 10 year old. Uh, And. They're like. Obviously sexualizing her. In the show. mm. There's a scene. There's this one episode. I'll send you the link. Where she goes on a blind date. And and they found like. The biggest. Broadest. Most jacked dude. That they could (laughs) get. 
to respond. And it's like, you got a goddamn six foot eight division two college basketball player. And this barely four foot tall, 70 pound 22 year old who looks like she's 10. Like who's this for? And it, and it's like, you're really, really, really treading on this line of like, you're mm. basically showing as close to child porn as you can. Mm. Cause they, you know, that's what they want you. They want mm. you to see the vision, you know? And it's yeah. like, you know, and it's just, and then the, then she's running around on the beach with another, in her mm. little swimsuit, and she's like, how little kids come up to her, they think she's a little kid, and the oh, whole thing, and I know, and you're watching it, and you're like, again, I cannot keep my eyes off this, this is a disaster. Train wreck, man, I told you. And then, like, like, what is really the intention here? Because, like, I, if it's what I think it is, this is disgusting, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the sick one because that's where I'm. Dude, but like I can't it's, see it's, any other angle other than like, hey, look at this, bro, you know, look at this little girl. The look, content carries you in on any and every type of raft visual roller coaster there is, man. Like it, it's not, dude. We're just consumers, man. It's like if you're riding down, let's see, we talk about accidents, right? Where if, if we're riding down the expressway and we look on the opposite end, we look on the other side, the oncoming side, and you're just like, oh shit, somebody had an accident, something. And you slow down like all the rest of the Myrmidons in the world. And you just like, gosh, man, you know, oh, there's, oh, there's flames. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, they're going over to a ditch. Oh, oh no. Right. And you're just like, oh my God. And you cannot take your eyes away from it. Right. Same situation with content. There's so much out there, bro. Like Netflix alone. There's a, a friend of mine from work just shot me a text for like 20 shows. And I'm like, what the hell? It's These 200, 200 hours of, yeah. Right. And you're, and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, they're in like season eight. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, you, you could binge it over like two or three weekends. No problem. I'm like, dude, I don't have enough time in the world. Right. And if you see one and you're hooked on that and you're like, dude, I can't stop watching. Same situation with this. Thousand pound sisters, this this little you know girl woman that's <laughs> little girl woman, yeah, like, dude, like you know, like it's like you know, uh, what are we doing? And Not it's like her going to get a tattoo, her going, her going to the bar and getting carded, like you know, like it's it, yeah. you've seen Idiocracy, right? Oh, dude, yeah. And like when that yeah. came out, like that first of all, highly underrated movie. It's it's highly be- become. More shout out to Terry Crews. Oh my god, it's brilliant! He, <laughs> brilliant, best president ever. Brilliant. And like, we're getting so dangerously close to everything in that movie. We're there, dude. We like, like the, there, when the scene man. when the guy's watching the TV and it's like out the show is called like Out My Balls and it's just guys getting hit in the balls over and over and over again, bro. We're like. There's a there's a channel called Fail Army and it's just people falling off things and and like that's okay we're getting there but pretty soon it is just going to be a steady stream of guys getting hit in the dick and yeah. you know some of these TLC shows it's like you know my strange addiction I I eat couch cushions what bro like dude like it's not dude, there was one where this 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 girl um. What I don't know what the addiction is called, but like she 
had like she couldn't get enough of like kitty litter. Like full on like kid like Daryl. Oh, I love it when the cats already they go and then there's like the clumps. Those are my best part. Like, dude, dude, I'm sitting there like, oh, oh, ugh. I'm gonna take this opportunity on this on the Everyman podcast here in front of the Everyman and the Every Woman, Daryl. If I if you ever hear that I'm <laughs> that I've become addicted to eating kitty litter, I want you to put me down. Just, oh, just put that, me. That's, that's nothing. Just put that's me nothing. down permanently. I, I no oh. longer. I've lost all of my humanity. Dude, there, there was a, there was a, there was a chick on there that was addicted to the gel residue of used diapers. Diapers, bro. Like, full on, like searching. Open. I love when they sniff. go to the doctors in those shows, and they go to the doctor, and like, the doctor's like, "I'm sorry, what? You're." Yes. You're eating the flame retardant foam from the inside of a couch and you're eating how much? <laughs> well, that can't be good for you. Well, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, look. It's ridiculous. You know, no time like the present, but then at the same time, you can go and find all this positive and engaging content like the Everyman podcast and learn a little bit. So it's not all bad, yeah. but I'll tell you what, dude, like if you just sit there and watch that, like you're going to you're going to die from something. Like, I don't know what's going to get you, but you're going to get got by something you didn't expect. Dude. Maybe yourself. I don't know, but blows, blows my mind, blows my mind. And they really eased into it. Like, you know, the seven kids and counting. And then those people had like 30 kids. Then you find out what was really going on there. And you're like, well, who didn't see that coming? Right. You know, and then it's like, oh, little people, big world. Oh, this is kind of cool. And then it's like, well, then there was some weird shit there. And then, oh, here's a little people couple. And then they're going to adopt a baby. And you're like, oh, okay. And the next thing you know, it's the thousand pound sisters and the Nigerian, 30 year old Nigerian marrying the 54 year old American slob. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know where we're going, but uh, it's, I can't, like I said, I can't keep my eyes off it. So I will, uh, you know, I'll continue to, to review and advise. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, I encourage I don't want to encourage every man and every woman to go watch 90 day fiance, but like, if you need a good laugh, you want to feel good about your life, go ahead, pop that on, but just don't, don't fall into it. If you want to laugh, go for it. Like it's it's hilarious stuff. (laughs) And then like, I've got all these questions like, there's like only Honda Civics and to- like mid '90s Civics and Camrys there, and I'm thinking like, why? Why only these? Are these the one? Like, is this where the cars go after auction? Like, and then I'm just wondering about the whole, mm-hmm. you know, the whole infrastructure and the whole economy of uh, the Nigerian dating scene. And oh, it, yeah. you know, the guy he just slid into her DMs on Facebook. You know, you got to be careful. You never know, you know. You watch the slide, man. And, watch and, it. And who, who am I saying? Maybe, they, maybe it is true love. You know, I'm just. I, I, I hope for them. You know, I hope for them the best. Yeah, that's all I can say. Oh, that's all you can do. That's all I can say. And, and uh, I'll tell you what. You know, next week we've got uh, Chance Labrie from Falset, drummer, mm-hmm. drummer for his Faja as well, coming on the podcast. Faja. Uh, Faja. James Labrie interview dropping after that. Um, mm. And of course, you know, keeping you keeping you steady 
and locked in with my big move uh, here to Texas with my beautiful wife and our dog. You know, it's funny. We're, we're gonna, I'm going I'm to hop in our pickup truck with, uh, with my Word. wife and Word. our dog, and we're moving to Texas. There's something beautiful mm-hmm. about that. I think there's a Wheeler Walker Jr. song about that. And um, Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, big dog, I love you, man. And uh, love you too. see you soon. Everybody have a great week, great weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next week on the Everman Podcast. Later. <laughs>